The best chats are always the unscripted ones. There are interesting stories all around us. And here's one of them. Open your eyes. Spectacular's right in front of you. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is totally unscripted, so we never know where this is going to go. Dangerous. This is the unscripted perspective. Turn the volume And here's your host, Phil Parker. Phil Parker. Phil Parker. Phil Parker. Well, hello, hello, hello. It is another unscripted perspective. And as always, I have an awesome guest. And it is another musical one because I know all you fun people love music. Today, I have Alexis Marrero. Is that right, Marrero? Yes, yes. Marrero. I always forget to ask how to pronounce the name before we kick off the recording. And everybody gives me crap for it. So, yeah. <laughs> Great way to start the podcast, Phil. Awesome. Um, welcome, Alexis. Um, Alexis, you have, well, you like pop rock singer. Is that the best way to describe your genre? Totally. Yeah, yeah. Before, you know, for a while I was pop and I would do little flares of all genres. But uh, in the past couple of months, I've really worked on becoming a pop rock artist. And it just, I, I love it so much. It, it's so exciting to me because I love rock and I love pop. So combining awesome. them is, is super fun for me. Awesome. So um, for, for my listeners, um, Alexis is a pop rock singer um, and you're from Cleveland, Ohio, and that's where you are tonight, right? Um, yes. yes. <laughs> and burning the, the night oil with Phil, who's um, a completely different time zone. I love, I love doing this. <laughs> Everyone's just like a late night conversation where I'm not really in the late nights. So it's, it's fun. But um, <laughs> I can genuinely say that I had an hour and a half of uh, commute time from work um, listening to your music all the way home. So, no yeah, no. I, and to be honest, I was already listening to it before um, we we got uh, we, we already scheduled it and everything. We were because Eileen, who gets talked about a lot, um, we will have her on. I promise everyone we will have her on eventually um, sends me a list of people that we're, we're going to have on. And um, I'm like, oh, yes. OK, perfect. All the musical guests, let's line them up on my Spotify account and just listen, 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 listen. And you've been top of the list, obviously, because you're the most recent. So we're, we're going we're going through it and I'm trying to learn the songs. And I'm actually singing along in the car, which is hilarious as well, because um, <laughs> nobody's nobody's like, what is what are you listening to? Like it, people, you can see people going to their radios and stuff going, what, what is that on? What, what, how is he? Um, so it's always fun. That's so cool though. I appreciate it. Of course. And you know, it always, um, it's a, it's a weird, it's a weird industry now because, um, my brother actually has really is releasing songs and doing his album and all that kind of stuff. He's, um, rock and I hope to get him on eventually, but he's in the UK, which is a completely awesome. different world of a time zone, which, um, if I can get him to stay up late or something, we, we might do that, but, um, That'd be awesome. The, the funny thing is that it's all about streams now. It's not about necessarily sales, which is yep. streams and uh, tours and mm -hmm. all that fun stuff and merchandise. Absolutely. So, so Alexis, tell me a little bit about you, where you're from, where this kind of really kicked off for you. Yeah. So as we were saying a little bit earlier, I am out of Cleveland, Ohio. I was born and raised here. And uh, 
I've always had a love for music. I There's home videos of me singing all sorts of Christmas songs and Annie when I was a little kid. And uh, I always loved music. And uh, when I turned about 10, I'd say I really started getting into it, wanted to form a band. And then I turned 15 and I had got a ukulele my mom had bought me. And I taught myself to play, uh, was posting Instagram singing covers, uh, started to write some songs and uh, just kind of took off from there. There was a cover that uh, was of Titanium by Sia and a talent scout saw me and she was like, hey, like, I love this. Uh, I have a producer I could connect you with. And I was like, absolutely. I'm like, this is really scary, but I'm like, it was so exciting because it had been my dream and uh, it just took off from there. I've been doing it ever since. And uh, it's really exciting to get to really live my passion. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, it's funny that you mentioned Annie. I think it's like the one play or or production that seems to just go worldwide because that's literally the production that I did when I was in primary school, aka elementary school. No, so, I, did, I did a production of it too when I was younger. That's so funny. It's just mental. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's like, uh, it's, yeah, we could go through the the curriculum of all the schools around the world and be like, wait a minute, I did the same thing. Um, <laughs> it's really funny that you talk about, um, you know, as you grew up, you're trying to be in a band. It seems like it's a, it's a continuous thing now, but recently and in the last maybe five to 10 years, it seems like it's kind of all gone through TikTok or YouTube and you have all these YouTube breakout artists that are doing amazing or you're TikTok famous. And then all of a sudden you have, um, there's a TikTok chart now, which is just mind blowing to me, but um, (laughs) it's, it's amazing. And I do, I do appreciate the music obviously, but um, it's hard to, I don't know. For me, TikTok is a great idea. Um, it's definitely something that um, I appreciate, obviously, their music and everything. But I, I don't know. I just, because I connect with artists like yourself that put a lot of hard work into it. Not saying that TikTok yeah. artists do not put hard work into it. Oh, yeah. It's almost it's like a lot. fast track. Do you know what I mean? It's like. For sure. Well, and in, in today's industry, it's all about utilizing Instagram and TikTok and YouTube reels. And that's how I've tried to work on a lot of my career. But, you know, I feel like a lot of artists have had success. And I agree, sometimes it's crazy how some artists just get this fast track and they they blow up and it's amazing. But it's so hard to to definitely get that uh, algorithm. I'm useless on Instagram. I think my followers will <laughs> second that. I'm actually getting a little bit better, but um, it's uh, it's one of those things where you're, um, it's just so much, it's another part of the job. It's almost like a job, you know? It's it is, it's, its own little job. It really It's as big is. as touring. It's as big as touring. And for me, you know, I, I, I was I was there when Ed Sheeran was busking on the streets of Galway, um, nice. you know, Gingerhead Kid over visiting his grandmother or or whatnot. He, you know, and I remember that. And then now he's this superstar. 
who is just amazing. And I talk about Ed Sheeran a lot because he is one of my favorite artists because he's kind of got a connection to my hometown. But the reality is, is that, you know, um, that's kind of the last artist that really had to grind. You know what I mean? And maybe there's a lot more out there that have made it, but like Mm -hmm. he, he talks about having to busk on the streets of Galway. Then he, he flew over to America Mm -hmm. and just haphazardly met you know um jamie fox and all this kind of stuff and you're just like wow how does this happen but like it's, it's just crazy it's tenacity you know it's just oh, sure who... that sure is amazing he um he was one of my early influences especially as a songwriter when i was first starting out ed sheeran was like a huge inspiration to me he's he's a beast yeah. And, you know, that was going to be my next question. You know, um, <laughs> you have you you have a lot of artists um, from from when you were younger that like, I mean, you can you can watch all these uh, talent shows and it's like Celine Dion, you know, mm-hmm. um, Whitney Houston. And then you, you go into the, the newer ones and you're just like, OK, um, just the classics. But then all of a sudden mm-hmm. you've got these people who are just I think the authentic side of music is coming out now so um adele for example love adele adele 25 years ago would never have happened because it was this still like commercialized you have to look perfect scenario whereas now now people really identify with people who are just normal and like we were talking about it kind of brings it home you're kind of you have that relatability you know it's just absolutely and i i totally i love that you said that because i feel like that's one of the things i'm really all about because i'm not a size two myself and i feel like oftentimes in media there's this portrayal of just one end or the other you know it's either super skinny or on the more obese side but i feel like there's not really the typical body type out there as much. And I feel like it's important that people see someone who looks like me or someone of my size, because I feel like that's a lot of the population today. Not everyone is just on one end of the spectrum or the other. There's most, like, you know, 70%, 60% of people look like an average body type. Right. A hundred percent. You know, um, we could, we could go through, thousands of artists that have been kind of pigeonholed into that. I mean, geez, Celine Dion was one of them. I mean, you can say that she was the, one of the most talented vocalists in the world, but regardless, mm-hmm. she was gorgeous and there was no secret behind that one. <laughs> um, um, but it, it is, it has definitely steered a different direction. And I think that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but really when you were, when you were growing up and things were kind of going that direction, as far as musically, was there anyone that kind of inspired you to just get on that horse and ride it to the end of the track? Totally. Well, like I said, Ed Sheeran was uh, an early influence for me. I also grew up on like Maroon 5 and Paramore and um, more recently, you know, Miley Cyrus. Uh, her Plastic Hearts album was really what made me decide to go in a more rock direction with my music. So I feel like Miley is a huge inspiration for me, but also uh, Elvis Presley. I always loved hearing Elvis songs growing up. And I think 
that was really inspirational. Uh, his versatility really inspired me as an artist. Right. And um, for the, for those of us who've seen the movie, it kind of, um, you know, all the things that happened throughout his life, you, you just really you get it. You get the music industry a little bit more. Um, it's very Absolutely. cutthroat. It's very, um, you gotta, you gotta say the right things, do the right things, eat the right things. And, um, mm -hmm. that's how it was for the longest time. I think now people, like we said earlier, they're I identifying with people who are just people, you know, that absolutely they kind of do the same thing as me or you, you know, get up every morning We're, we look like, we look like we fell out of the bed. We got to do our hair and it takes about right. an hour to get everything looking the way it should. And then we leave, but like, it's it's it it isn't portrayed that way um so mm -hmm. so as far so those artists kind of kind of catapulted you or just inspired you to create um was there any one individual in your life personally that um kind of you know for for me i i just did podcasting and before that i was a stand-up mm -hmm. comic um and no it was so it was cool. a it was a very uh, isolated moment that I will, re that I've repeated a few times, but, mm -hmm. um, sitting around a table in a bar and all of a sudden the, the owner of the club says you're on next week. So you better get ready. It's like, mm -hmm. did you have anyone in your life that really pushed you in that direction? Or were you just lucky enough to be enthusiastic enough to actually want to do that? <laughs> well, I'd say, I feel like I just, well, my mom was a singer when she was growing up. Um, she was a huge Bon Jovi fan, so I grew up on him. She um, she actually went and toured around with him for like two weeks. And I think that was always maybe a bit of an inspiration to me that my mom was such a powerful singer. <laughs> I'd love to hear her demos. We're trying to find them. They're somewhere in our basement. Um, but I feel like I just had this really deep passion and um, when I kind of first started talking about it, my family was a little nervous. They're like, oh, like, you're smart. Like, you're good at school. Like, what are you, what are you thinking? Like, why do you want right. to be a singer? And I'm like, it's just, it's just always was my passion. And, and then they heard me and they, they heard me start writing music and my family just totally was on board. They've supported me in so many different ways. And I think that they're, um, my rock and inspiration for music, for sure. They, they've pushed me, especially my mom. She's a huge part of my, uh, not only my team, but my journey. And it's been a journey for the both of us. And I feel like she's helped me to push myself and mold, uh, into the artist that I'm becoming. And that's really inspiring to me for sure. That's, um, that's amazing. That's really cool. Um, having, having someone like that in your life is always, um, it really changes, it changes how things turn out uh, a lot of times really? because, you know, um, uh, I think Ed Sheeran actually said it in his last, um, last documentary, Disney plus not promoting anyone, but just, just if you're, if you're on the fence about Ed, you'll definitely be completely on, on his side after it. But one <laughs> of the things, one of the things he says is, um, you can't have uh, like a, a safety net. You can't have a second option because if you do, that's, and that's where you're going to go. That's what's going to happen. You have to only have one option. 
and he he talks about it so many times in so many different interviews he goes to america he had no other option he had no money he had he literally success was the only thing that was going to keep him from starving or yeah exactly and so it's just it's just amazing to me those words for for people who are trying to become artists as well going, you know what, it, there is only one option for me, success. And success comes in so many different forms. Like, mm-hmm. um, we'll talk about your Spotify account and everything in just a moment. But like, everyone's aiming for the views and the the streams and the, everything mm-hmm. that we we're talking about. But it's like, success for some people is just being able to sell out um, a few concerts every year. Mm-hmm. So it really is determined on your drive and enthusiasm. A hundred percent. It's, it's all about determination. And the difficult thing is, um, I am, I am a college student. Um, I, I wanted to make sure that I, you know, in case, you know, like we're talking about, uh, having only one choice. Um, but I wanted to be uh, secure that I, um, had something to fall back on, but because I'm doing college, I I'm, I'm an electrical engineering major. So it's like, I have to make sure that I am putting my all into my music with the time that I do have, because they're really, you know, you have to give it your all or it's not going to happen. Right. You have to be determined and you have to push and stay on track. And it's tricky. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) Electrical engineering though. It's, it's really funny that you, you chose electric. uh, 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 Hey, I can't speak (laughs) English. I promise. Um, Electrical (laughs) engineering. Say that three times fast. Um, <laughs> you can't. <laughs> <laughs> um, <Obvious. laughs> it's uh, it's amazing that you didn't go for something musical. Is there a reason for that? Or yeah, well, you know, when I was younger, I did want to, but um, my family and I, we all discussed it, and we all just wanted to make sure that you know, if I if I did music, uh, it would be risky at the end of the day as a major and. I've always been good at science and math growing up. And um, the cool part about electrical engineering is um, it's uh, actually related to music a lot. There's a lot of uh, technical aspects of music that I'm learning in my classes, which is really weird. But I feel like it's um, really intriguing to me. And I'm hoping that at the end of the day, I can kind of combine the two and uh, take my knowledge um, from my engineering degree and help uh my music career and also maybe uh create some technology or something with with my uh, skills you know yeah 100 percent um um scott page uh who was a guest um not so long ago um i think it was the second second season um did something very similar he is he's big into technology and everything so um you know it's 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 all part and parcel i i say the college piece because my brother after um, getting into his um, older years, decided mm-hmm. that college was a good option for him to help with his music production, and it certainly has. Like he's Definitely. he's learning so much, and it does one hundred percent. It it evolves how you produce as well. So, mm-hmm. like you learning, like in, uh, electrical engineering. I said that correctly. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, you learning electrical engineering is is so um, enriching for you because there is aspects of it that you're learning, like things mm-hmm. that kind of relate to the other side of your, 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 your life. It's like, um, 
It's like Alexis. <laughs> Alexis at night is a pop star. Alexis during the day is an electrical engineer. It's, um, it's really so fun. Like my, a superhero. My nickname, <laughs> my yeah. nickname in high school was uh, the real life Hannah Montana. <laughs> well, there you go. Just, it kind of stuck. My friends always joke about that because it's it's literally like in the daytime I'm at school and then I and then I get home from classes and I'm I'm going to the studio and cutting a demo or writing a song and then my classmates are like you do that I'm like like yeah <laughs> they're like so confused by it because they don't see that side of me and then people that see my music are like you're studying stem and I'm like yeah <laughs> yeah it's it's nuts it's the same same kind of thing I'll have a conversation with someone and then I yeah I have my own podcast what yeah I, I have my own podcast um and then it's just weird because um I didn't realize how global podcasts were until I started getting like messages from people all over the world. And it's, um, it is incredible. Um, Mm -hmm. and, and sometimes, uh, overwhelming, but, uh, you know, it's also not going away. So whatever goes on to (laughs) Spotify is there forever. So it's also, it's, it's really cool. Um, we actually just released a, a side project, me and my four-year-old son. Um, his name is Rory. It's called oh. Rory Stories. And we have um, independent authors um, reading their books. And he has a little uh, intro and outro. And he picked the music. And it's really cool. And, That's so cool. And I keep saying to everyone that I'm literally going to, when he's 21 and he has... <laughs> The first girl come to the door, I'm just going to be like, and play. <laughs> it's my version. It's my version of, it's my version of the, you know, the bath photo that everyone gets to show there. Yeah. Yeah. That one. <laughs> That's, you know what? That's even better though. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's, uh, yeah. it's, it's one of those moments where you're just like, okay, Hey, um, er, both of you guys sit down. I have something to show you. And Rory's like, oh no, don't do it. Yeah. And then next thing you know, that's yeah, his little awesome, cute voice that we love. But um, it is, uh, you know, it, you know, it's it's all about producing. It's all about kind of ha- creating habits for yourself, like you said. Totally. Where you kind of you have an, a day a daytime job and a nighttime job, and sometimes they come together, and sometimes they're further apart than you can ever imagine. But it it happens. And, you know, when I talk about what I do, it's like, it's, it's crazy, but sometimes they actually come together and it's like, that's a cool thing. Like that's when, totally. like, like when I meet people, it's so funny because we were, I was actually talking about you and a number of other guests that I'm having on that are musical mm-hmm. and with, um, people that are just in my kind of space during the day, yeah. like whether they're work colleagues or otherwise. And, um, I found out that there's other people that are musical. I'm like, what you, you rap and you do this. And I'm like, what the, so, um, yeah, you, you just don't know what people do in their spare time until you have those kind of deep kind of opening conversations where totally. you're, you're talking about what inspires them. So, mm-hmm. you know, for, for you, the music that you're making is, is just, it's everything. It's like, it's gotten, it's and so we will listen to the, some of the tracks and I will play probably your, your newest one first. But um, when we go through a couple of them, you're going to see there's so many different 
kind of versions to Alexis. It's just like, I'm not going to play the Christmas one, but there is a Christmas one and it is really, really good. But I, I have I a thing. I have a thing about people who play Christmas music way too early in the year. Because <laughs> once it kicks off, it doesn't stop. And then I'm like, oh, no. I'm the same way as you. I, I can't do it. I'm like, <laughs> like you walk into like Target or somewhere and they're playing. Oh, no, it's too and it's early. It's like the end of October and you're like, oh. <laughs> no, stop it. Stop it. Um, so for my listeners, um, I am going to play your first track. It's just going to be it's not going to be the full track um, because um, for copyright reasons and other things like that, but we will play most of it and you'll get to kind of get the gist of the song. Um, your song is on all streaming platforms. And I have to say this. Um, it's on Spotify, Apple Music, you name it. Go find it. It's even on your website. I think you can play it on your website as well. There's a little link on I that as well. So, yeah. Um, so without further ado... Lost who I am, the world was never ours to keep. And you were never mine, my love. Hit me up at the end. What's the big deal? Told me what I meant to be. And they keep on lying. Thought you loved me endlessly. But you were never mine. Wake me up from this So um, they don't get to see the video because it's just an audio podcast, but um, <laughs> we were legitimately rocking out to that. It was quite funny. Um, um, so tell me what kind of what. Insp- so you're a songwriter, obviously, because this didn't just come fall on your lap. Sometimes people use ghostwriters, but um, this specific song, is there something in your life? Or do you just pull like most songwriters? Do you just pull experiences from your life and and use them for your songwriting? Yeah. So for me, I, I'll kind of take experiences from my life or the people around me. Um, and I'll just kind of draw from that. I feel like I'm, I'm a big empath. I feel a lot of feelings. And I also feel like with media and stuff, sometimes the world's a very negative place. And I kind of like to write about what's relatable and what people can connect to because not all of us share the same story, but I feel like we often all feel the same kind of emotions sometimes. And uh, I it's think got I a very um, Taylor Swift breakup kind of vibe to it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Definitely. It's, it's like it's like that. Um, you know, you've you've had your tears. It's over, and now you want to be angry and jump around the house. And there you go. There's there's exactly. your song. <laughs> <laughs> you nailed it on the head, though. <laughs> Yeah, it really. It, I mean, it really is that kind of song, and the, it, it's it's very well written. I mean, the lyrics are very good. Um, but it's it's always interesting to find how 
find out how people kind of write their music does this does the melody come first for you or does the do the lyrics come first for you so the funny thing is i was just talking about this like the other day uh for me the songwriting process really changes uh depending on the song so i've written songs where uh i'll start on guitar uh or i'll get a track you know and i'll hear the melody uh, and then I'll kind of start honing in on the lyrics. And then there'll be times where a melody just pops into my head and I then translate it to music or, or bring it to um, my producer out here that I work with for covers and demos. And be like, hey, I'm like, hey, Freddie. I'm like, can you help me out with this song? I'm like, so um, I'll just kind of do it different ways. It's kind of whatever is inspiring me in that moment, whatever comes first, I let it go. Uh, and I really soak that in and, and then I let the rest flow. That's, that's awesome. Cause everyone has a different creative process. And I think it's very important to acknowledge that fact because, mm-hmm. um, there's no right or wrong way to creating, but, um, some people just have a, a way of just, it's just easy. It, 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 they make it seem easy. They say it's not easy, but they make it seem easy. It's um, not easy. That's it's for not, sure. it's not easy at all. Um, so, you know, um, the, the lyrics are really kind of what drew me to this song mainly because, um, it does kind of tell its own little story. It's like, Thank you. yeah, it is one of those, you know, like I said, it's a breakup song. It feels that way. I don't know if that's what you meant it to be, but it definitely is yeah. one of those songs. No, you know, um, and it's, I, I didn't go through a breakup, but it's a breakup song. You know, I think for me, I I just had like, you know, some friends kind of fall out of my life. And, um, I, I was listening to this, this music and, um, I just, I heard a breakup song in my head. It just really inspired me. I, and I, I just kind of wrote that story. And I love that you were talking about storytelling because for me, lyrics and storytelling is one of the biggest things for me it's so important and it always has been to me because i think i I love to write a song that has a message i I love to write a song that has a story to it and for me those lyrics are so important so i really appreciate you commenting on the storytelling because it's no yeah well it's the truth i mean um songwriters um everywhere i mean we talked about edge here and he's probably one of the best in the world at the moment totally um, but they draw from their own experiences they draw what's around them his newest album he thinks is probably his best and most vulnerable to date because of what he was going through when he wrote it so it is very real so you do have to show a little bit of vulnerability now when i say it's a breakup mm-hmm. song it doesn't necessarily mean it's a romantic breakup song it can yeah. be it can be related to the fact that you're breaking up with um, a friend. In other words, you don't see them anymore or something went down and you don't talk anymore. Or it's, it's very, um, it very kind of, it, it hits the, it's that chord where you, you know, so you've been hurt and you're just like, you've been hurt by something or someone. And yeah. this is you kind of waking up to those emotions and dealing with that, which is, really really cool guys you literally nailed it like you're nailing it it's so cool (laughs) i love it but exactly you know i think like exactly that's like how i was saying it's like 
no matter whether it was a platonic, uh, you know, friendship or a romantic relationship that is no longer in your life, it's, it's you dealing with that loss and kind of also finding yourself along the way, because I think right. every person that comes into your life, no matter what role they play, there's a reason and there's a lesson. And I feel like it's just kind of a, about that journey of dealing with that pain, but then finding a new sense of self-worth and a new sense of joy and waking up, you know? Right. Right. And, um, I mean, we could talk about this one song for quite, a, um, quite a bit because <laughs> yeah. it does deal with a lot of real subjects, but you know, um, what I want to do is really kind of move on from that and really talk about, you know, you're not doing the standard thing when it comes to getting, trying to be successful. You're just putting in the grind, making the songs, putting them out there, letting mm -hmm. organic things happen. But I've yeah. seen more and more and more and more people go toward the talent show route. Have you ever been tempted by like America's Got Talent or something like that? You know, to say I haven't been tempted or auditioned for anything in the past for those shows would be a lie, I, you know, but for me, it's not necessarily about getting on those shows. It's, it's about finding people who like the same kind of music as me or who can relate to the songs I'm writing and connect with me in that way. Cool. Cool. Um, and, and, you know, that's, that's really, really where I find a lot of my um, respect for the artist because not, not being rude, like um, you're allowed to go on America's Got Talent. You know, oh, it's one of, of the, it's one of the biggest talent shows in the world, along with Britain's Got Talent. You know, the Absolutely. Got Talent franchise for Simon Cowell is just the biggest gold mine ever. It However, is. <laughs> it is one of those things where, um, you know, you can win or lose from that whole thing. And it does get you, exactly. you can, you can get some followers and everything from it, but I feel like organic, um, organic followers are so much more real and absolutely you don't have so much. Um, I'm not going to say you don't have any, cause that's not true. Cause of the world we live in, you don't have so much crazy going on when you, totally. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause when you're, <laughs> When you put yourself on the TV, it's like everybody sees it and you're just like, no more than this. Everybody gets to listen. Um, and um, as I smack my microphone, um, <laughs> the, um, you get to kind of filter that out a little bit and you get to choose who your audience is um, in a way because you're, you're, you've more control. So totally. And that's, you know, like, I've been really trying to, in the past, like two, three years, play out and play out in different states, you know, in the U.S., uh, because I think it's important to grow a, a natural audience who just connect with you. And so I, I've been trying to tour as much as I can and perform in new cities and meet new people because it's important, you know, like I, I went on uh, the Boys of Summer tour and it was a really cool experience because a lot of those people hadn't heard of me before, but right. they saw me on stage and so many people were like, OMG, like you're such a boss lady and all that stuff. And it was so funny, but I was like in awe of how people just connected with me just from 
three songs that I sing, you know, it, it's right. really cool to grow that audience like that. 100%. And, um, that's really, really cool. Um, so I'm going to move on to the next song because the next song is by far my favorite out of all of them. And you're laughing because we already talked about this. Um, oh, but, it's a good one though. <laughs> it, no, it is. It is. It is. Um, so without further ado, I'm going to kick this off because I do, I do jam out quite a bit with this. I'm so glad this, this video doesn't go out to anyone. Cause I'm like, yeah. <laughs> So that is, um, for those of us who don't know, uh, rich AF, but I was already, I was already saying like, um, you just did that for, for radio plays more than anything, but it's rich. As fuck. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, but it's, um, it's really, really good. And so the reason I like it is just, it's very, it is poppy. I mean, it's, it, there's no secret to it. It's poppy, but I, it's, it's so, it's such a feel good song. It's like, yes, it's like that positivity that, you know, Hey, one day, hopefully we will. Cause I'm kind of ready for that right now, actually. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I totally agree though. But like exact, it's, you know, it, it's very pop in its essence, like you said, but I love the song, you know, it's, it's so feel good. And you know, it's, it's, it's about being rich, but also, um, being rich on life, you know, and, and, um, being with the people that you love and just enjoying life. You know, it's like you said, it's feel good. It's, it's about being rich as fuck. <laughs> it really is. It really is. I'm okay with that as well. Um, I think that, I think the lyric that always gets me is cause I, it's the conversation that started um, with me and my wife, uh, um, the candy shop line. It's like, wait, are we talking about when 50 cent came out with candy shop? Or are we talking about when you were really small and you were going to the candy shop? And I'm just like, I'm pretty sure it's the latter, but yeah. no assumptions can be made about this. And then it was like, you know what? Never mind. Doesn't matter. And it was just like, yeah, just pop along. <laughs> but you know, like, you know, I guess it's, probably just comes from me being inspired by music at such a young age, you know? And yeah, for sure. And then obviously the, I, I hope you do have a new whip outside. Cause that's pretty cool. 
Um, but uh, <laughs> it's it is exactly what would happen if we all were rich as fuck. So exactly. There you go. I don't know what else to say about this other than how how cool it is to listen to because it's really poppy and bouncy and you know you just want to kind of dance Damn. we were we were totally dancing while we were listening to it but it's like as as uh as as we were listening to it you could there is genuine like it's a good feeling song totally it's it's one of the the most fun songs to play out just because it it's just like no matter whether you know the song or not it's you're gonna want to bop your head to it and you can just enjoy it for what it is it's it's fun and for for your just listening pleasure i'm gonna tell you that you have it has your highest streams out of all your songs <laughs> yes at a hundred people love that one <laughs> yeah i won't even i won't even say how many but it's it's <laughs> got it's mo it's the most streamed song that you have which Definitely. is there's no there's no secret to that i mean i mean yeah. the wake me up song obviously is the newer song yeah yeah but it is it is for sure like it's just a song to have in the car like it really it's is such a vibe yeah like rich AF's the kind of song that you can just drive with your windows down and jam out with your friends mm -hmm. <laughs> when it's hot and it's just yeah yeah, yeah exactly but um so you know, we, we talk about songwriting and we talk about what inspires you and everything, but this song really is that kind of, you were obviously in a very happy place when you wrote that song. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's a good time, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I was um, out in LA and having a good time with my team and we wrote Rich AF. <laughs> yeah. And, um, there's a video to it as well, I think on YouTube Yeah, and, yeah. um, it, it is it's very, it really does capture the moment very well. It really, it's just, you, it's you just acting, acting awesome. Um, having fun, uh, acting that the mick is what, acting the mick is what we say in Ireland, but it's, it's just having fun, you know, jig acting, doing some fun stuff, going around doing whatever. Cause you don't care. And because apparently you're rich as fuck, you know, <laughs> it's like, because when, you, when you're that rich, who cares, right? You don't have to worry about going to work. You don't have yeah. to worry about bills. You're just spending whatever. Yeah, buying whatever you want. <laughs> so, yeah, why would you not want to listen to a song that depicts probably what everybody wishes they were right now? <laughs> exactly. It gives us all some hope, you know? <laughs> um, is there anyone that you um, musically would love to work with? Ooh, there, there's definitely a few artists or bands I would love to work with. Uh, Miley Cyrus is definitely one of them. Uh, I just think she's a powerhouse. I love, I love her music. Uh, I'm a huge Greta Van Fleet fan, so I would love to perform with them. I think that'd be super cool. Uh, and also Youngblood. I, I love Youngblood. I love his... Uh, sense of community and uh his music's awesome too so uh, i think those are my top three i'd love to perform with i didn't even ask for a top three and you gave me top three that's awesome that's just <laughs> it's just the synergy of the communication that's going on right now it's hard um, to pick just one you know of course of course <laughs> like for me um um i just music has been since i was a kid like i remember um 
um, I hope I hope everyone doesn't have to Google this, but a, a tape um, in a car being listened to on my way to see my grandmother. Um, and it was just, it's like an hour ride or 45 mm-hmm. minute ride or whatever it was, but it was like Kenny Rogers or one of those all the way there. And then Garth Brooks all the way back. So it was a lot of country music. Um, totally. so, so while I knew all these country songs, I really didn't gravitate towards country when I started to go out and buy albums and do all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And yes, people, we did have to buy albums back in the day. I know it's hard to believe with all these streaming apps, but I still um, do. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like it is, it's, it's still done, but it's just funny because it's like a dying breed of, of music is, is just, totally. you see them in Walmart and things like that. You know, it's just crazy. But what's really cool is seeing the um, records come back, which I always, I, I love that. That's awesome. I, I have a huge vinyl collection. <laughs> I love to collect them. I I I, I love the whole uh, record uh, concept. I think it's so dope. I I I must have like a hundred to two hundred records in my collection by now. It's they're they're just so cool. And again, um, you you more and more artists are are making their albums for vinyl. Yeah, I think it's kind of coming back. If any sort of physical music is coming back, it's records. <laughs> it really is because Ed Sheeran literally came out and said to the whole world, um, this is how I want you to listen to this album. And it's on vinyl. That's how it's supposed to be listened to. Ed and Sheeran on vinyl. So it, it, it's a different kind of vibe. I love it. Though. It really is. Yeah, no, it really is. It's it's phenomenal. Um, but um, for me, you know, music growing up was that and then um, I was, there was rap, there was rock. My brother, when he was, um, much younger was in a rock band, um, so uh, lead guitarist. And so I was gravitating towards things that I knew. And so then he was showing me bands, um, like corn, um, which was just so weird for me because I'm not <laughs> that heavy rocker. Um, but <laughs> it was very, very cool. Like guns and roses, red hot chili peppers, um, mm-hmm. Like my love for Red Hot Chili Peppers would have happened, I think, organically, but it happened even quicker because of my brother. So it's like those things. And then and then there was just just stuff that happened. Like I started listening to all kinds of music. I'm not going to shy away from the fact that I did listen to Backstreet Boys and I did listen to all these other boy band groups because they were what was popular then but it was it was the 90s you know yeah i mean spice girls all that kind of stuff was happening so you know there was uh, there was definitely a group vibe going around and so there was a lot of stuff like nsync you know um and then because of that then you know um i enjoyed performing much like you did um so a little bit of story about me i actually was a karaoke host for for a long time until recently so um um, singing in front of people is something that i love to do and it's um so yes it's just it's just fun it's i'm not gonna i'm not gonna make any money out of it other than being the host obviously at that particular place but it's it's fun and i enjoy performing so um you start gravitating to people who 
feel like you can emulate in a way. So like yeah, yeah. Uh, Justin Timberlake songs, that kind of stuff. So you start trying to do, you literally try to do everything that starts coming out. So you start doing all that kind of stuff. Um, but more recently, I've gone back to country, like Luke Holmes, Chris Stapleton. Chris Stapleton for me is one of the most amazing artists I've ever gone to see mm-hmm. live, 100%. Okay. Uh, Garth Brooks was the best concert I've ever been to, but like Chris Stapleton for me, I mean, I don't know how many people saw the Super Bowl and him do the national anthem, but if you, mm-hmm. I will be posting it on Facebook because I love doing that, but it is easily the best for it made the anthem cool like it was just the weirdest moment he's mm-hmm. just standing there with sunglasses on just making the national anthem sound really cool but <laughs> also not even being an american citizen myself like i'm just living here um it was really emotional like it it was just the way he sang it so if you haven't seen it definitely go and do that because yeah yeah oh my gosh like it just blew my mind but That's yeah, amazing. that That's kind of music. And then so obviously, yeah, it's really is. It really is. But then of course, um, meeting people through, through Eileen Shapiro, like just I going, oh my gosh, like just meeting these amazing musical people. Um, you start to really, really respect the art so much more. So now I listen to everything. Oh. Like there's nothing. And being like a karaoke karaoke host dj you literally put anything that people want to hear so you just start to know all the kind of stuff that that works on a dance floor or not yeah so it just it just makes everything work even better when you you kind of you you know you know your music no Uh, totally i agree i think versatility is amazing you know i've always tried to be versatile as an artist so i totally feel that you got to listen to a little bit of everything Right. I mean, I went from Eminem to Korn to Celine Dion. Well, Celine Dion was more my mother, but um, <laughs> Celine Dion was heard. So I obviously heard some of that stuff. Um, yeah. You know, R. Kelly when he wasn't crazy, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, uh, uh, recently watching Michael Jackson documentaries and stuff, you know, just totally oh, yeah. just feeling all that. It's just amazing where Michael Jackson was a legend. hundred percent. hundred percent. Not to keep gravitating towards Ed Sheeran, but something that happened to him over the last couple of years was the copyright, um, um, yeah. the, the copyright um, legal stuff. Does that ever cross your mind when you're writing music? I mean, for, for I think he's kind of killed that whole argument just by doing what he did. And I think he's done it for a lot of people out there, but um, I mean, it kind of ruins it. Does it, does it not? Like, it's just like when you're, yeah. if you were, if you were singing rich, rich as fuck, and then all of a sudden someone goes, Hey, that sounds like, um, such and such from like 1984. And you're just like, dude, <laughs> what the f- talking about? No, literally though. And, and I think that's, um, I was actually talking about that today with um, one of my band members. I think that's like one of the toughest parts about being in modern music is that there's been so much music before us. And, you know, like when I'm writing, I'm like, if I'm coming up with a melody, I'm like, oh, I'm like, I better make sure that's not something I know already because, you know, that can happen so easily because, I, you know, it's hard to be totally, totally unique. When, you know, it's 2023, there's so much that's been done. 
it's easy, I think, to... Impossible not to be influenced by people. Exactly. And I think a lot of times people take um, influences and, um, you know, I think a lot of people sometimes feel like people are trying to copy. Um, but, you know, I think you just kind of write based off of what you're inspired by. And so it's kind of a tricky industry to be in now with the whole lawsuits coming out with copyright. And it, it's, it's definitely stressful as a songwriter. But I think the way he won that whole thing, um, I don't think any artist will ever lose uh, a case again. I mean, unless you're yeah. legitimately copying. Totally, like, yeah. I don't think there is ever going to be an argument made ever again. What was really amazing is at the end, he he hugged the people that were trying to sue him. Like he literally went up and was like, Hey, no hard feelings. This is obviously a misunderstanding. And they're, they're cool. They were cool about it. It was all, it was kind of weird, but it was really cool because I mean, just seeing the documentary and all that kind of stuff about Ed, like it's, it, it is him. So it's just like, you're, you're everything that he was going through and every, all this sad stuff that was happening to him he literally just decided to have a bit of grace, which is something that not a lot of people do anymore and give them the benefit of the doubt that they just thought, Hey, it sounded like that. And that that was it. But him going up and playing a bunch of songs going, Hey, look what this sounds like. And then literally singing. I'm like, I want to be the jury in that room. You know, I get a free concert. Like what? (laughs) And you can't dispute that either because it's true. No, It's undisputable. People are always posting videos like, oh, this song sounds like this song. And this, and it's true because, I mean, it's going to happen. Well, well, it's the four chord song. It's, um, um, it's I'm trying to think of the comedians that did it, but it's been done a couple of times where literally four comedians are up on stage and they literally go, hey, we know the secret to a, um, a successful pop song. And they play <laughs> four chords and they literally keep repeating the same four chords and sing like about 15 to 20 songs. And it's just absolutely amazing. And it's hilarious because it's true. They're all popular. So it's just like, what? Exactly. You know, like sometimes there's um, more unique chords used, but in a lot of pop music, especially it's basic like C, D, A minor, you know, it's it's the same kind of chords used over and over again. So of course things are going to sound the same when it's you know it's different variations of the same eight chords you know (laughs) right 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 exactly um so you're so easy to talk to that we're probably going to go over on what i expected to so i'm i want to get everyone's full attention because your uh, music is awesome i'm going to play the next song now because we tend to just like we're just buddies like you know we're we're now friends Friends on Facebook means now we're friends. That's just kind of how it is. Um, I feel like you (laughs) connect. Yeah, that's it. Until you unfriend me, and then I don't know how I'm going to deal with that rejection. (laughs) No, no. Um, So this next one is called For You, and it's a completely different vibe. So I'm going to... Um, what's, what's really cool about Spotify is that when I post this, I'm actually going to post, um, a poll and people can vote their favorite song, but, um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting one. Um, but I'm intrigued. They're all so different. I'm I'm already, I'm already intrigued and I haven't even posted it yet, but, um, (laughs) um, so this next one is called for you and it is one of your earlier songs. Um, Mm -hmm. but, um, it's definitely a, a good one. So, um, 
getting nowhere from where we'd gone. Chaos and storm all surround us. Where is the calm now? Let's come together. Give me your As I caught you taking a sip out of your drink. No, um, so that is that is just wow. I mean, so it does a couple of things for me. So mm-hmm. one of the first things it does is just show your range. I mean, so definitely it really does bring out like you're you're kind of going everywhere. Um, mm-hmm. It it also brings in the vulnerability which we were talking about earlier and i really do believe that like that is part and parcel of what um really connects you to people because um because you know people associate songs to times in their lives um i was literally having this conversation with my wife earlier where she heard a song um it was one of those weird um spotify has a weird thing now where it has an ai dj and it just plays stuff from your past and oh, um yeah. <laughs> yeah it's really creepy but anyway um it played a song and it was like she goes oh yeah that reminds me of when we were living in ireland and i was just like wait a second that's yeah. awesome because it really does so you have people have songs for their wedding people have songs for funerals now you know people have songs for like everything it's just there's oh. so many different vibes like you have um all sorts of stuff dedications to loved ones all that stuff and it really so this one for me is it's kind of like um it's your earth song it's your michael jackson earth song for me yeah yeah it kind of it kind of hits that note where you're you're it's almost like and i don't know what your writing process was for this song but it was yeah. like you I'm actually going to see when you wrote that because uh, it was not 2020. Yeah, it was 2020. So it was right around COVID and stuff. And it's like when literally in COVID I had um, written and recorded the song. So it's like people are, are having this awful time. There's the, the racial stuff going on in the world. There's Mm -hmm. all this like bad feeling and like explosion of media of people just going through a lot of stuff. Um, We don't want to get too deep and emotional about stuff on the podcast, but um, (laughs) legitimately that is what's happening in the world. And then you come out with this song. And Mm -hmm. I think the lyrics kind of say it for themselves. Like it really is. you're, You're talking about, being there for people that you love or that you care about or that just resonate with you, whatever that may be. Absolutely. I mean, like you said, uh, in short, I mean, 
there was a lot going on, COVID, um, the, the, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement. And uh, my producer at the time, Andrew Lane, um, we were just kind of talking and we were like, you know what, we just need something like this right now. Like there needs to be a song right now like this. And um, he sent me the track. I, I wrote the song and um, I recorded it out of Cleveland had to send him the stems, um, all my vocals, and uh, he had to do it out in LA. And, uh, you know, it was a really weird time, you know, um, for sure with music. But um, I think, like you said, the lyrics speak for themselves. It's really just about showing people that they're not alone in this world, you know, and there's always going to be someone that cares about you and um, is there for you. Right. 100%. And, um, uh, not to talk too much more about the song because I want people to go out and get kind of get what they want out of the song, but it is, totally. it really is just, it is your earth song. It, there's no other way to describe it. Like, like I, because I've just been watching a documentary about Michael Jackson, it does feel, it does feel that kind of vibe. It's that like, I'm, I want to be there for the people I care about, you know? So, 100%. um, uh, um, massive kudos for that. That's just Thank an amazing, you. just an amazing track. And um, proud of you, um, to be honest, it's 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 one of those moments where you you're kind of sitting there and you've gone through "Wake Me Up," you've gone through "Rich as Fuck," and then all of a sudden you're like sitting in traffic, and <laughs> and then this comes on and you're like, oh, okay, cool. Um, <laughs> I really don't like being in my own emotions when I'm alone in a car, but we'll do it for, for, right. for giggles. Right. And then it, but it does connect you. It does connect you to whoever's listening. It does kind of put you in, in thought. And that kind of is the point. A hundred percent. You know, it's, I, I want the listener to, to feel what I'm saying and to, to know that I am there, you know, for them when I'm singing these lyrics, you know, and, being vulnerable, like we've been talking about through this, this whole um, podcast, but it's, it's all about me being vulnerable and being there for people. Right. Right. So, um, because I thoroughly enjoy your music and because this is just, we, we could be here all night long, but you're in a different time zone. Um, so I don't want to do that to you. Um, <laughs> <No worries. laughs> we'll go, we'll go into the last song that we're going to listen to today. Um, and then we can talk about it a little bit more, but, um, the, this one is called something that you missed. Um, the last one was called for you in case I forgot to say that, but, um, this one is something that you missed and, uh, or that I missed. And it is, again, it's just one of those, I'll let, we'll talk about it afterwards, but it is really, it's one of those songs that I was just like, man, she, she's either had some really crappy luck with relationships or um, she's just really good at writing songs like this. For so, some reason, I'm just good at writing breakup songs. <laughs> maybe, maybe, but um, we'll, we'll kick the, we're going to kick this. Never thought I'd love you like this, but I'm speechless. Game, am I playing the fool? 
Cause I don't wanna wait and watch You leave me Believing That this was something more than what it is Is there something that I miss? Is there something that I miss? Never thought I'd miss you like this But I'm speechless Didn't need this Now I'm speechless Everything you said, oh, was it true? Cause I don't wanna wait so I, I always try and not miss on like the climactic um, <laughs> upturn of a beat. But um, for this for this song, it really is just um, again, it kind of has that breakup feel, but it, it's a completely different vibe of a breakup song. It's more like, yeah. you know, it's I'm it's like a, I'm breaking up with you because it's like, hey, what, what am I, have I missed something? Because this exactly. is this this. So um all right, children, if you're up too late or listening to a podcast, you shouldn't um, uh, close your ears. Um, it, it, like, it's basically you saying, I'm tired of this bullshit. It's, it's kind yeah. of, I'm done. I'm, I'm over it. It's, it, you know, I'm obviously, I was kidding myself. I was putting up with it for too long, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Classic. It, you're not hurt. You're not, mm-hmm. you're not playing the vulnerable person anymore. But yeah. you are now saying, actually, I'm saying goodbye to you. But then you're also saying, is there something that I missed out of this situation? Like, right. I, am I kidding myself, kidding you or whatever? It's just, it's a really good, good song. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, like like you said, I mean, that's that's spot on. You know, like I, I wrote that song... Um, in high school. And, you know, I feel like in high school, there's always lots of drama. And, you know, I, I feel like for me, that just kind of like inspired that song a lot. I'm like, I'm just tired of everything. (laughs) But like, exactly. It's always like, what am I missing? Like, why, why are these things happening? Why are you saying this? Why are you acting like this towards me? You know, like different things like that. And it's kind of the feeling that I was going for there. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's, uh, and it, it definitely, and it's got that kind of, um, I think I like the moment where you're, you're, you're kind of building up and then all of a sudden it's like, you're, wait a minute, hold on. I'm, I'm vulnerable again. No, I'm not. And then you're back to, it's like, it's just, it's just a really good psych moment. You know, it's, it's very cool. Totally. Um, um, and I love doing this by the way, I really appreciate you being on because, um, I love, I mean, some people get very uncomfortable when we talk about um, their own music because it's like they're afraid of hearing opinions because, you know, it's that confidence kind of thing or whatever. Yeah. But um, the reality is, is that, um, like I said before, I respect anyone that can create. I mean, I like me, I create this podcast. And totally. if I connect with 10 people, then I'm doing well. I feel like that's cool, you know, but yeah. um, for this is, is it, it's just really good. It's well produced. There's no... Um, there's not a, there's no badness to it. You know, it's just, it's just from a good place. It's like, it's just really cool. 
So, you know, we were talking earlier about um, what's to come. So you're, you're now, you know, obviously you're going to be this amazingly talented electrical engineer, but. um, (laughs) Thank you. Hopefully, you know, another year left. So I'm ready to finish that. I can focus on this. (laughs) So, so once you've um, become um, a super educated person that can, that can basically do electrical engineering, which by the way, um, saying you're an electrical engineer is another way of saying, Hey, I'm a nerd. Just so you know. A point blank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just so we're all on the same page here. Matt, <laughs> Matt, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know about anyone else, but I literally hated Matt's in every shape or form. And they lied about so much like algebra. I haven't seen it or gone near it or heard about it since I left school. And now they've changed math. They got this weird core math, like the I don't backstory. Understand. Like, hey, let's do an origin story of math. Anyway. Um, <laughs> it doesn't make sense either. <laughs> yeah, no. Anyway, so we, we digress too much. So what is what is the next step for Alexis? So for me, the next step is uh, I'm playing a show here out in Cleveland. Uh, it's in Lakewood, Ohio at Mahal's on June 25th. So uh, if anyone is in the Ohio, uh, Cleveland area, if you want to come to the show, check it out. Uh, and then I drop a single on July 3rd. It's called Floating Away. And I'm so excited. It's going to be definitely a fun one for the summer. Cool. I'm I'm excited just because of we've literally gone through all the all the themes that you kind of go through. And now I'm like, OK, floating away. Hmm. It's a new vibe. Floating away. <laughs> new vibe. OK, new vibe. Um and, um, you know, are you going on tour? Like, uh, is that a plan? Obviously, I know you're now that we've kind of figured out that you're you're a student that always kind of throws a wrench in the idea of touring. But um, yeah, it does. Um, <laughs> but um, I definitely plan to be um, going to different cities. Uh, I'll be out in Nashville uh, shortly after my release. So I'll be performing out there uh, July 7th and 8th. And then uh, I'm going to be in Tampa at some point um, in, I think, at the beginning of August. Uh, still trying to confirm everything, of course. And, and those uh, dates can be found on your website, right? Yeah, I'll be up posting them uh, as soon as I get everything confirmed. Uh, and I'll be doing uh, other shows, uh, Cincinnati, Ohio, back to Los Angeles, and... Uh, well, you just don't you like see? the Pacific Northwest. What's going on? Like, wh- <laughs> no. Once I can get out there, I want to. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm pumping it out of the car and getting people to hear your stuff, and you're not even going to come visit. Like, what's going on? <laughs> I know. I need to plan a tour ASAP. But yes. um, there'll definitely be more dates to come, more cities, hopefully some more states. I'd definitely love to continue to um, travel more. But um, for me, it's just going to be continuing to build my catalog and uh, continue to book and perform out and uh, just continue to grow as an artist and release more music uh, to the world. I'm, I'm so excited. I'm so looking forward to it. Thank um, you. you know, just speaking with you tonight, I hope that everyone feels a little bit more connected to Alexis because um, you're such a cool person. You're very genuine. And I feel like the authenticity is part um parcel of, um, really kind of feeling the same about your music. So um, I hope people 
people really resonate with that. Um, I haven't actually gone through a whole catalog or a whole, um, you know, played more than one song of someone's music in quite a while. So um, this was a really wow. cool, it was a really <laughs> cool moment for me. Um, well, I appreciate that so much and I'm honored. <laughs> um, well, the honor's all mine. But what I will say is um, I want people to connect with you. I want people to go look up your stuff. So where can we do that? Social media, websites, shoot all that at me. Yeah. So my website is www.alexis-morero.com. And then my Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube are all at official Alexis Morero. And you can also find me on Snapchat at Alexis Morero 05. Awesome. Awesome. Um, so ladies and gentlemen, um, this has been another unscripted perspective with me, your host, Phil Parker. I, I did mention this already. Um, I will be putting, um, so on the Spotify, anyone that listens on Spotify, um, there is a little portion there where I can put a poll. Um, do, do, do fill that out. I want to actually give some feedback to Alexis because, um, I mean, Spotify already gives a little bit of feedback with the the listenership on, on the songs, but uh, just to kind of see where, where that leads. Um, but, um, I will be doing a poll and go out there and just pick which one is your favorite song. Some people might actually like for you as their favorite song. It's just, it, you know, I'm after, intrigued by this poll. <laughs> I, I'm so am I actually. Um, um, but you know, it's, it's, a it's, uh, it's it's definitely worth it um and something i don't do very often um i don't have crowds and people that do that often but um definitely alexis i really appreciate you being on 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 the show tonight we've um stretched the the boundaries of um of of time zones and and bedtime and everything so i really really appreciate it so um guys um again thank you so much for your listenership i really appreciate it uh, i'll be back again next week with another amazing guest until then um just be safe um have a bit of grace and uh, we'll talk to you then Thank you so much for listening and be sure to leave us a rating or review on your favorite listening platform. Be sure to keep in touch with us on Facebook and Instagram at The Unscripted Perspective. Or you can visit us at www.theunscriptedperspective.com. Come on.